0: Welcome to Neither the Time Nor the Space, a podcast about Doctor Who. My name is David, and as always... Well, actually... Unfortunately, Matt can't be with us as he normally is um, for these. And you may notice if you look closely in your podcast feed that this is a bonus episode. Uh, unfortunately, with uh, all the uh, craziness that is going on in the world right now, uh, especially with Matt's job being a teacher, uh, schools have been suspended in the UK. And rather than him just having to put his feet up, that obviously means he's actually got an awful lot to, of work to do and has been extremely busy all week. Um So we have not been able to record uh, our episode on The Girl Who Waited uh, just yet. And uh, believe me, if you know the episode, if you're listening to this, you're probably already familiar with it. Uh, The irony is not lost on me that it is that particular episode that uh, we've been unable to record as a result of um, all the goings on. Um, So... What I wanted to do, uh, Matt and I, neither of us wanted to leave you with absolutely nothing in your podcast feed this weekend. So, um, what I'm doing is basically uh, taking the opportunity, whilst Matt's not here, to briefly wax lyrical about Classic Who. And um, if, like me, you're basically stuck at home with, without a lot to do, without a lot of your normal socializing options right now, um, for the sake of everybody, what better way to spend your time? then indulge in a little bit of Classic Who. If, like me, you're in the UK, then uh, you may be aware. I I know I've talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, Classic Who is now legally streaming on BritBox. We've never had a legal way of streaming Doctor Who before until BritBox came along. So um, that's very exciting. I've been making good use of that. I've been uh, watching a lot of Fifth Doctor stuff, some Second Doctor stuff, some of the missing episodes that have been animated that I'd previously had to skip over. So that's been really good. Um, And uh, so maybe like me, that's how you want to spend some of your time. Uh, I'm going to just quickly run through a list uh, with some suggestions for uh, all eight of the classic doctors. Yes, I am including uh, Paul McGann in that. We'll get to that in due course. So um, something for uh, every doctor to just you know these are all ones that we're probably not going to get around to talking to on the podcast um either because of length or because i'm convinced that Matt probably wouldn't get anything out of them or whatever it is um but if you're listening to this podcast and you've not watched these before they're all really worth your time so um for the first doctor i'm going to suggest the aztecs the Aztecs is uh, an early historical. It's not the first historical, um, but it's a, it's an early example of one. It's a, it's a proper, pure historical, no alien elements, brilliantly w- well-researched script by uh, John Lucarotti, um, great performances. It's one of the earliest uh, stories, I think, where you can really see Hartnell settling into the role, really coming into his own uh, and being the sort of, rascally lovable version of the first doctor that that we like to remember him as um so uh that's a that's a cracking little story the aztecs um for the second doctor uh i'm going to recommend an animated one because it, it, the trouble with a lot of the second Doctor's series so much of it is missing um either partially or whole stories completely missing um there are some great ones that exist, but unfortunately, a lot of his very best stories are some of the ones that, that we've, we've lost the footage to. The audio still exists for all of them. And so what um, the BBC have been doing is is at various points commissioning animations of um, those stories to, to fit with the original audio. So if you're watching these... You're getting the original audio exactly as it was broadcast on screen and animations that, generally speaking, adhere as close to what we know of how the episodes were shot as possible. Um, And a great example of it, I think, is uh, The Power of the Daleks. It's actually uh, Patrick Troughton's very first story. And uh, it's also probably my favourite Dalek story, certainly of the ones that I've seen. I've not seen every single one yet, but... um, it's it's absolutely phenomenal, bags of atmosphere. Uh Patrick Tram's performance is great. It's a tragedy that we have lost the, the visuals of, of that performance, but even his voice and uh and it's paired really well with the animation. The animation's a bit rudimentary, but it's enough to get you through it. Um and the story itself is magnificent. Some great supporting performances in there as well. Um so that's the power of the Daleks for The Second Doctor. For the third Doctor, John Pertwee, I'm going to recommend The Sea Devils um, for a few reasons. One, I think it's a great example of um, John Pertwee doing his kind of James Bond shtick. There's a lot of uh, swanning about in, in in naval bases. I'm pretty sure he's on a hovercraft at one point or might be jumping down on something else. But there's certainly there's some sort of sea-based transportation nonsense because... Pertwee any excuse to get him in some kind of interesting vehicle he was on board um brilliant uh master story this is I'm, I'm going to spoil it for you now in fact I think it's real quite early on if memory serves but yeah the master's in this one the original master portrayed by Roger Delgado his chemistry with John Pertwee is just um, well it set the template for doctor master stories um And there's some great scenes between the two of them in there. Jo Grant, one of my favourite companions, she's fantastic in this. Um, And there's also a really, really weird score, one of the most experimental scores that uh, the uh, BBC Radiophonic Workshop ever produced. Um, It's really sort of avant-garde stuff, which if you're interested in experimental music like I am, that's a bonus. Um, if you're not, you might struggle a little bit with the music, but it's it gives it a very unique flavour. And then, of course, the Sea Devils themselves. Great monsters. Bring them back, Chibnall. Um For the fourth Doctor, uh, where do you start? You know, he had such a long run and such a consistent run as well that it's really hard to just pick out one story. So I'm going to cheat a little bit and pick out the first story in probably my favourite series. And I would recommend if you've uh, if you enjoy this first story, go ahead and watch the rest of the series as well. Um, it's uh, the Reboss Operation, which is the first story in the Key to Time story arc. It was one of the first times that that uh, Doctor Who had ever really attempted a story arc spread across multiple uh, different stories. So it basically, span spun the entire series. It introduced the the, the White Guardian, um. And it's, it's a bit of a, it, it's not a complex deep story arc. It's a fetch quest effectively, Um, but it's good fun. It's a good framing narrative. Uh, it introduces Romana, who is another of my favourite companions. Romana's absolutely fantastic. This is the uh, original version of Romana portrayed by Mary Tam. Um, And a, gr- a great script from Robert Holmes. You know, Robert Holmes, is he's got a reputation as one of the best writers of classic Who and, for good reason it's funny it's clever uh and it's it's different like there's no there's no other story quite like the rebus operation uh and as i say if you enjoy the rebus operation just go ahead watch the rest of that series as well some great ones in there androids of tara stones of blood um yeah cracking stuff i love the key to time series um for the fifth doctor I'm going to recommend a another historical. This is The Visitation. Not a pure historical. There's an alien element too. I'm mostly recommending The Visitation uh, for the amazing guest performance from Michael Robbins as Richard Mace, who is this uh, actor turned highwayman. And uh, if you watch it, you'll, you'll know why I love it. It's It's just a brilliant piece of character acting he's he's funny and grumpy and uh yeah re- really memorable really memorable performance and it really lifts the story it's not maybe the most uh, amazing story ever but it's it's solid it's good bread and butter doctor who with a great guest turn in it so i really enjoyed that one um for the sixth doctor the sixth doctor doctor is a tricky one because his TV stories don't necessarily have the best reputation. I've not seen all of them, so I can't say for myself uh, in in some cases. But I have watched all of uh, Colin Baker's second series, uh, which another is another one with an ongoing story arc, The Trial of a Time Lord. So I'm going to suggest if you want to watch some TV uh, t- uh, Colin Baker stories, uh, start with The Mysterious Planet, the first part of the, key, the um, Trial of a Time Lord series. And keep watching that. It's not perfect, but again, there's some there's some really solid and really interesting stuff. uh, And it's quite an ambitious sort of uh, way of structuring a series. Um, But my absolute top pick, I think, for a standalone Colin Baker Sixth Doctor story would actually be a Big Finish Audio one. And it's one that is available for free on Spotify. Well, you have to have a a spotify account for it but um but uh the B- big finish from a while ago put i think the first 50 or first 100 of their main range stories up um and included in that is the Marion conspiracy which is a fantastic sixth doctor story it introduces probably his best companion uh, and, and, and who is a uh lady in I believe her 50s or maybe early 60s a university lecturer called Evelyn Smythe it's a really different dynamic uh, because you know she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't put up with his nonsense basically but has a great time traveling with him in some ways kind of reminds me of Donna but if you can imagine a more academic uh, older take on Donna um So uh, really fun dynamic, good central performances and another pure historical, no alien element. I'll spoil that outright because it's just it's so unique and so interesting because we get after you get out of the first, second Doctor era, you don't really get any more pure historicals uh, with very few exceptions. So uh, Marion Conspiracy stands out for that reason and yeah, just a really fun time, so if you're up for trying out some of the big finish audio stuff, you, you definitely can't go wrong with that one. Um, seventh Doctor, full disclosure here, I've basically watched no Seven Doctor stories at all at this point, I've seen a few random episodes, I don't think I've ever seen a complete story, it's one of the things I'm most looking forward to getting to um, do with uh, Brickbox now that I've got it, um, I hear The Curse of Fenric is quite good, so maybe check that one out, it's got a guest, Performance by Nicholas Parsons. I'm very excited to see that when I get around to it. Um, So yeah, your guess is as good as mine. But people say The Curse of Fenric is good. So uh, maybe try that one. Um, For The Eighth Doctor, assuming you've already seen the uh, 1996 TV movie, if you haven't, I mean, it's good for a laugh. We're probably going to do it at some point in this podcast. Um, One that we probably won't do is um, uh, uh, one of his Big Finish audio adventures. Because obviously apart from uh the TV movie. M- Paul McGann didn't get to do anything else on TV really. Um so you've got two good starting points with Paul McGann with Big Finish. Uh the first story he did was one called Storm Warning that introduced introduces one of my favourite companions of all time, Charlie Pollard. I really love their relationship. Um she's a sort of self-styled Edwardian adventuress and she pairs so well with uh with Paul McGann. Um it's. I won't say Storm Warning is the best of Paul McGann's stuff, but it's a really good starting point for the work that he did with Big Finish. And again, there's a lot of that on Spotify. Also on Spotify is the first series of uh, the Eighth Doctor Adventures, which is set a little later in his timeline. And unlike the main range stories, which are very much in the mould of classic Doctor Who, where you have sort of four 30-minute parts uh, telling one uh, continuous two-hour story the Eighth Doctor Adventures are more akin to the structure of New Who where it's 45 minute stories the occasional two-parter the f- it does start with a two-parter Blood of the Daleks um, I've not listened to it yet because I'm kind of working my way through Eighth Doctor in order but I hear very good things about the Eighth Doctor Adventures so if you're more of a New Who fan And you're very intrigued about the possibility of getting into Eighth Doctor. Maybe Blood of the Daleks is a better starting point for you than Storm Warning. But either way, McGann is magnificent in every audio drama. Even when the scripts are completely crap, his performance is magnificent. He is one of my favourite Doctors of all time. I have absolutely no uh, qualms about saying that, even though I'm still only scratching the surface I've listened to hours and hours of his audio work at this point, And I still feel like there's so much more to explore with him. And he's just, I could, I could listen to him forever. He's, he's magnificent. So, uh, those are my suggestions for some classic doctor who and some audio stuff that you can check out, uh, whilst you're waiting for us to, uh, figure out our schedule and, uh, resume normal service. So we're really hoping, uh, next weekend, we will be able to release our episode uh, about the girl who died and uh, carry on with our reviews of uh, Series 6. I cannot make any guarantees at this stage, uh, but we'll try and keep you informed. And worst case scenario, maybe one of us will do another bonus episode uh, next weekend. Um, But until then, thank you very much for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And cheerio.